Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Episode 520 is a full episode interview with the incredible MILF performer, the lovely Danny Jones. Warning. This show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 520 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and I am flying solo for this episode because this show contains a full episode interview with the unbelievable MILF performer, Danny Jones. Thank you so much to Don Juan DeMarco for the opportunity to interview this amazing woman. We met a few months prior at a convention, and everyone that I was talking with before meeting Danny Jones was saying she is so cool and she is a true rising star in the industry, especially as a MILF performer, that you should probably get to know her. And as I was talking with her at the convention, she is very lovely and personable and beautiful. And then to be able to interview her really took all of that to the next level. I can see why she has the fan appeal and the respect of her peers like she does. We get into so many different topics and have a really good time doing so. She is very forthcoming with information and her thoughts on the questions that I was asking because it is very interesting to me to have someone with life experience tell you about their journey in the industry and talk about some of the benefits and challenges that comes with it. But she is handling it all with grace and positive energy and such a great personality. There's nothing that's going to keep her from becoming one of the elites in the industry. And it's so much fun being able to get to know performers as their career begins to really flourish and blossom and see them as amazing content creators and performers and then be able to really channel that respect into seeing them get award nominations and wins because this is definitely going to happen for her so i hope everyone listening enjoys my interview with danny jones thank you so much to her for agreeing to do this interview it was truly a lot of fun and thank you out there in pervert nation for listening to this episode Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Danny Jones and all of the incredible performers and content creators you have heard on this show over the years. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. And of course, dangle on. My guest is quickly establishing herself as a trusted and professional model and performer with a future that has elite talent written all over it. This amazing woman has worked for Score Studios and has made a habit of creating incredible scenes for her clip and subscription sites. And with a fan base hungry for everything she's involved in, her schedule looks to be busy for the foreseeable future. Please welcome your next MILF must-see, the love. Danny Jones. How are you doing tonight? 
I'm good. How are you? I'm doing extremely well. It is a pleasure to see you once again and to have you on the show. Before yes. we get started, can you please tell everybody where they could find you online and on social media? Okay, so I do have a site, therealdannyjones.com, and that has all the places you can find me. But I also have my own website, dannyjones.com, and I'm on OnlyFans and all that stuff. So if you go to therealdannyjones.com, you'll find all the links there. <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, I like, before we actually get started with the interview, I love <laughs> the layout of your website just because it does have that very well thought out layout of just here's my link here's where you go yeah i think it's very well done thank you i always wonder you know god am i competing well enough with everybody on the website you know okay thank you (laughs) yeah and i like the fact that not only do you say here i am on twitter here i am on instagram but you say i am not here I think it was Snapchat, yeah. which Snapchat. I actually think is great because you're telling people if you are being approached by someone saying they're me, it's not me. No. I think that's really smart. But you know what the sad thing is? Like I did that with Snapchat, but God, there are just so many like fakes and imposters on everything I'm on. So it's so hard mm-hmm. to like say, okay, this is me, but this is not me, you know, and people don't see it. And oh God, I feel bad. Yeah. But they say imitation is the best form of flattery. Yeah, you're, so I'm exactly. getting flattered a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So once once again, thank you so much for being on the show. We met briefly. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we met briefly at Exotica, New Jersey in 2023. And it was a pleasure to speak with you. And it was nice to speak I'm, to you too. Thank you. I'm not sure if you are aware of this, but so many people at the Signatures After Dark booth where you were at and elsewhere mm-hmm. were saying that I need to have you on the show. (laughs) What's it like to have the love and respect of the industry while you're still establishing yourself as a performer? Um, It is shocking. Every day I wake up and I feel so blessed. Um, I I wake up and I can't believe it. You know, like I started out like just thinking, okay, maybe I'll get a few subscribers or, you know, make some money. And this, just blew up like crazy and I'm like why why me like I'm just humbled and blessed and so happy and I love every day of it it's amazing it really is I'm always amazed how many people know me too they're like oh you're Danny Jones and I'm like wait what (laughs) (laughs) yeah that has to be especially as you are establishing yourself very motivating but kind of surreal to have someone walk up to you and say oh it is so nice to see you and you kind of look around like oh you mean me like i couldn't even imagine exactly yeah i I actually got uh recognized in my local grocery store no kidding by a fan and they fanboyed over me (laughs) and i was like uh (laughs) i mean you know it took me by surprise took a minute to recover and then i you know, put on the Danny Jones smile and charm, but it was shocking in my own town. Like, Oh my God. (laughs) I think people, especially like yourself do not realize the reach that they have until a moment like that happens. And it starts to (laughs) make you go, Oh boy. Okay. Now I really got to mind my P's and Q's when I'm out and about. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, all right, do I get a hat to like cover down? <laughs> yeah, we'll get you the uh, fake glasses and nose and mustache. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. Until they see my big butt, then they're like, no, wait, we know uh, that butt. <laughs> right, exactly. My signature butt. Yeah. <laughs> So how long have you been doing conventions and how do you approach them? Is it mainly meeting fans? Is it networking? Is it doing content or is it a combination of all of it? It's a combination. So um, when I met you, that was my first uh, convention, actually. Yeah. Um, so I went to Exotica in Jersey, then I went to the DC one also. Um, I sadly couldn't go to ABN and uh, X-Biz because being on the West Coast and having a kid I still have to take to school and stuff. So, you know, I couldn't do that. But I will be at all the other Exoticas. But um, first of all, Jersey was just amazing. That was my first one, and that was huge. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, so I met so many people. Um, I didn't think people, I, I didn't have a booth, um, but I was like hanging out with Victoria Peaks and uh, Mickey Lynn and them, and they were showing me around. 
some other friends, uh, Rochelle Miran, Maddie Icy, Chris G. They knew a lot of people, and people recognized me. Fans recognized me. They stopped to ask to take pictures, um, offering me money. They're like, here, how much to take a picture? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, don't do that. You know? <laughs> so I was in a while. I was fangirling myself over the whole event, and, you know, like, well, the stars that were at that one, you know, it was like, wow, seeing everybody in person. And also, you know, getting approached myself. So, you know, it was it was just crazy. And in DC, the second one, I did do a lot of, a couple of collabs, you know. The first one, I wanted to just be able to take it all in and, and network more, you know. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of fun. I think that's a really good way to approach the first couple of conventions mm-hmm. because especially with New Jersey being your first, that could be overwhelming in our... <laughs> It was, but overwhelming in a good way. Yeah. It was just like a kid in a kid, like, I don't want to say candy store, like a kid, like at their first baseball game. Right. And they're like, you know, that, that face lights up. That was me. I walked <laughs> in, I was like, oh, oh my God. And it just felt so great because everybody was there for the same reason. You didn't have to hide who you were, like, you know, like here in public, you know, and all the stigma that our industry has these days. <laughs> so it was nice. It was really cool. That, I mean, it was just amazing. And then the after parties were fun too. So yeah, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Did you fangirl over anybody that you had met? So I fangirled, but I didn't meet her because I was like embarrassed. Really? <laughs> My idol is Angela White and she happened to be at that one. Yeah. So I just kind of passed by the booth that she was signing and I was like looking over like, oh, she is this. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't want to fangirl because you know, like I, I don't know, you know, just I'm 52, like <laughs> you know, to fangirl over somebody. It's like, all right, what's wrong with so, that? <laughs> I mean, maybe one day I'll get to collab with her. You never know, or, or film with her. You know, yeah. you never know. Yeah. So you haven't been in the industry for very long, but you have truly made an impact. What has this journey? been like for you oh well a lot of learning <laughs> i've been in it actually uh four years believe it or not i started uh november of 2000 no not november actually like may of 2019 slowly oh, okay. but um yeah like i started selling my panties at that time i ju- uh, jumped on the only went only fans thing in january of 2020 okay. then the pandemic hit so <laughs> you know it was like you know two months later but at least i was established right um but Every day I learn something new and I try to always like read up on things. And if someone gives me advice, I try to, you know, like, okay, explore it, you know, research new trends, see every, you know, read as much as I can and then try to put my own spin on things. So I just always willing to learn. And I also will teach, you know, like if someone comes up to me and it happens a lot, you know, Hey, you know, I'm starting out. Can you help me a little bit? Absolutely. You know, because people taught me and I, they still teach me. You know, you're, you're never too old to learn. <laughs> you never too old to teach. Right. But that being said, a, Mm -hmm. you know, four to five year journey in adult goes by quick. And for you to be able to have done what you have done in what I would consider in the adult realm, a very short amount of time is amazing. Mm I, I'm always shocked. Like I'm I'm happily shocked, you know, like when I, I look at my, like, I don't know, uh, Pornhub, you know, uh, they redid the numbers, but now it's like, you know, f- almost 5 million views. I'm like, oh my God. And um, yeah, <laughs> my Twitter grew to, you know, then like, I, like Team Geek followed me and I was like, oh my God, you know, maybe maybe we'll get to film with them. I'm actually going to be hopefully filming soon more like I did with Scores, you know, but now I could travel more. So I am hoping to get out there more. <laughs> Now, it's easy to say that you enjoy sex, but what was it that drew you to the adult industry? Well, okay. I've always been like a nympho, okay. <laughs> nympho milf, you know, like that's what I, that's what I call myself. Um, I've always loved sex. I've always loved like, you know, showing off, being sexy and getting attention and, you know, teasing a little, like, you know, going to the store with like cleavage and stuff and, and seeing a guy looking and his wife hitting him, you know, I thought that was funny, you know? <laughs> um, so like, I always like, I always thought uh, porn stars were hot, even though everybody's like, oh, you know, they're plastic. And I'm like, no, I think they're gorgeous. These women, you know? Mm. 
and everything. So it was always like a thing. And but I was like, you know, the smart girl at school. And so like, you know, it was like frowned upon. And then so I used to be like a court reporter and then I had to leave that. And then under other circumstances, I had to like kind of get a new job. <laughs> and then like, so I started selling my panties on Reddit. It went nuts. And I was like, all right, so let's see what we can do. And that's when OnlyFans came in. I guess that really made the everyday person able to get their foot into porn. Mm -hmm. You know, like before those things, you know, how did you do it if you didn't live in LA, Miami, you know, those areas yeah. or, or no people, you know? So this kind of really made us everyday girls able to put our foot in the game, I guess. And it's been amazing. Yeah. I do love being watched too. I mean, I was a, in the lifestyle and so that didn't hurt either. You know, like, I don't mind. I, actually, I, I love that people watch me. Mm. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, this is, this is like meant for me. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like at the very base of who you are, you are hyper flirtatious and you like the tease. It's I enjoy oh, that yeah. as well. There's a an art to it, if you will. Yeah. A seduction, a little dance, you know, like a... a Oh, cha cha was so you know back and forth, like you know, two steps forward and you back off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I just I, I love it. I don't know. It's yeah, it's I've always enjoyed my sexuality, you know, and now that it's somewhat more um acceptable, you know, that I I'm just free, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free anyway. What have you discovered about yourself when it comes to your sexuality now that you have a safe place to explore it? Mm. What have I found out? <laughs> <laughs> I like things um, rougher, although OnlyFans will not, you know, let us put that on. And I know I say OnlyFans, you know, but that's like my main thing right now, you know. Um, but yeah, so I have to, and it's hard to find partners who will explore things with you, mm. you know, like, and to get film, filming partners, because like, they're all like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. And then when you actually say, okay, let's, let's do that. You know, oh, wait, you were serious. <laughs> <laughs> I, like nobody believes. And same thing with like my sexuality. Like, I love sex. I'll go eight times a night. You know, I'm fine with that. I love it. Yeah. But, you know, and, and you tell a guy that, you know, you're talking to him, I'll be like, yeah, you know, and I can't get enough. Oh, yeah, baby, me too. And then when you actually get them <laughs> over and they're like, wait, you want it again? <laughs> uh, yeah, I wasn't kidding. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants a woman who loves sex until they get a woman who loves 100%. <laughs> yeah. Early on, what was it like becoming a creator? Did you have uh, people that you could ask for help or advice when it came to either the business aspect of it or more of the filming aspect of it? I honestly um, dove in. Just like looking at a couple people, this was early, early on, yeah. like when OnlyFans wasn't very popular. Okay. So I'm seeing it pop up on Reddit. I'm like, all right, what are they doing? So I tried to look at a couple pages and I'm like, all right, this is what they're doing. I didn't have anybody, like, you know, like by the time I stuck my foot in and started taking pictures, all right, this works, this doesn't work. Then the pandemic happened. So how do you meet people to talk to them? You know, so yeah, just try to like, okay, this works for me, you know, like, I have a big, uh, big boobs and I have big ass, like naturally, but I would always show my boobs cause I am most proud of them. But the guys would be like, Hey, we, you know, we love your ass too. You know? And I always hated my ass and I'd be like, Oh really? Okay. So I guess I got to show my ass more and I would put more ass pictures up. So it was more like listening to my fans. I would ask them what they wanted. Um, and then, yeah, sometimes I'd like go on, um, Pornhub XMXX to be like, all right, what did they do in these films? Okay, what can I, you know, imitate? And I was using my iPhone, you know, whatever forums I could find information on, you know, it was a slow learn, but I'm, a, you know, I remembered everything. So I was like, all right, do this, do this. Do this. Mm -hmm. And I did what I like, because if you're really enjoying it, your fans will love it too, you know? So they always said I was genuine and I was like, yeah, this is, you know, I love, I think I'll, I'll do most things that you guys ask, but I want to love it too, you know? So. Yeah. Me and my co-hosts were just talking about that. Like that is so important mm -hmm. to create what you enjoy for sure. 
Absolutely. And it comes across over the camera, whether you're taking pictures or video. Yeah. And I think that's part of why people like me is because I really enjoy it, you know? So like, they're like, Oh look, she's like, not, yeah, I'm acting, but I'm not acting like the, the dialogue's acting, but the actions are like, Oh my God, this girl likes it. Yeah. <laughs> How long did it take for what you created to look like what you thought it was going to in your head because <laughs> it is so different when you first start filming you're like this is nothing what i thought it would look like how long oh, did it take you God. to get to the next level and go all right now this is how i want it to look probably a couple of years and i'm still evolving um and i know i keep talking about the pandemic but i couldn't go get my hair done so like I was dyeing my own hair and I thought I looked terrible. Like yeah. as I looked at my older pictures, I was like, how are people even following me? <laughs> you know? Like, I, I don't think I look so different now, but I'm one to take you know, 20 photo shots mm -hmm. just to get one good one that I like. Mm -hmm. Like I am a perfectionist. So, you know, like practice makes perfect, I guess, you know, and, finding new equipment and stuff that'll help you. You know, when I found the picture remote thing, I was like, Oh my God, this is life changing. <laughs> Before that I was using the timer. on the. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. That would take a while. <laughs> yeah. And it did, especially for perfectionists like me. It was like, Nope, that's not, okay. I got to move to the left. But then I can remember where I started. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was some fun, fun time. <laughs> <laughs> it almost seems like, it's a shame you didn't video record that yes. process because that could have been a blooper reel all its own. Oh, my God. Yes, my outtakes would have been funny. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. When it comes to entering the industry as a mature performer, there are benefits and some challenges. What do you mm -hmm. feel that your life experience has helped with in becoming and being a performer? Um, that things don't, you know, you know, already that you got to like go with the flow. Things don't always like, it's not black and white. There's a gray area of things. Like let's say you show up to film and you think you're filming with, let's say you, right? I think I'm going to film with you, but you call in sick. So they get someone different and they didn't tell me till I got there. Oh, you'd have to go with the flow because shit happens. Right. You know? So yeah, um, there's that. And it's an understanding that there's different kinks out there. And just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's bad. So I am non-judgmental for the most part, you know, <laughs> like unless it's something really, really awful that's against the law, then I'm like, nope, yeah, yeah. don't be in my messages with that kind of right. stuff. <laughs> um, I am a work workaholic and that wasn't when I was younger. I am now because, you know, I know what it's uh, in my head. I know what a business takes to, like be successful. So I'm willing to put in those hours because I don't care if I have a life. I lived my life as far as young and partying. I don't need to do that stuff anymore, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And um, I guess also I'm, I'm more compassionate. You know, I can't, I mean, I've always cared about others, but like, I'm like, a, I'm a mom, you know, like to everybody almost like, you know, cause I got a lot of young guys on my page and that's my audience. They love me as, their, as a mom. And sometimes Sometimes they just need, you know, a, a nice talk, you know, I mean? like they don't have anybody else to talk to. So like, I guess that experience, you know, hey, you're like a mom to everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know? And we will, I actually have a question about that later in the interview, oh, but what, sure. what have some of the challenges been when oh, it comes to... <laughs> that might be a longer list. <laughs> um... <laughs> My body doesn't want to always cooperate. <laughs> oh, I feel you on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like I have, I have autoimmune diseases. Um, so, like that was why I had to leave car reporting um, because I may wake up and <laughs> that day, you know, it's like, all right, we're not doing what we said we're going to do. Let's, you know, change our plan for the day. You know, I'm talking mentally to myself. You know, okay, I thought I was going to take pictures, but you know what, my body don't want to co cooperate. You know. So yeah, I have, you know, aches and pains, I guess, <laughs> you know, not having that younger body and less energy, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, sometimes us older women, we look at those younger stars and we're like, oh, I remember when I had a tight butt and 
<laughs> and you know, my boobs were higher. <laughs> so I guess gravity is a challenge. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I once said, like, you know, when you're a missionary and as an older woman, you know, my boobs are not sticking straight up like they used to. Yeah. They're falling to the sides. And I was like always embarrassed. And I was like trying to like put my arms so that they were like, you know, stay up. And then one guy said to me, no, it's hot. Let them go. And I'm like, really? That's been a shock is how much like younger guys love the old woman body. I mean, that's just crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing to see it. And I'm happy to see it that because older women are so much more comfortable with who they are and their sexuality, that that confidence mm-hmm. comes through and that's what makes the complete package sexy. But I, agree. but yeah. I can agree with you. I remember when my boobs were higher too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chubby dangle. Anyway, um so have you found yeah, I have pounds that I don't want to eat. <laughs> so I got you on that. That's another challenge. We can't lose weight. Like we uh, oh, I'm gonna go hit the gym and just take off these five pounds. Nope. <laughs> They're there to stay. They want their camera time too. That's right. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I yeah, have I have found that I, I started a nice workout plan here at the beginning of the year. And I'm just How's looking, that going? <laughs> not horrible because I'm my mindset for it is better. It's more okay, just me right. being healthier than the weight. But yeah. I, I weighed myself for the first time after about three weeks here. And it was like, huh, that could have been better. Right? Like, yeah. right yeah, I'm just expecting 20 pounds off. Why is it only two? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 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 so when it comes to having such a strong fan reaction throughout your early part of your career here, is it difficult to not overextend yourself? Cause you did say you're a workaholic by filming too much or traveling to every convention or going to the West coast for shooting. How do you keep yourself in the right place and mindset and not try to do too much? Okay, well, that's interesting you say that because in the last couple of months, as things have gotten even bigger, my mind is just like, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. And I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do all this stuff? And, and I, I blank out, like I want to do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I'm overwhelmed. I will say I'm overwhelmed. happily overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. So what I've been doing is like um, making lists okay this i gotta do um first and you know like make a schedule and be like all right if i want to go to exotica i'm definitely gonna go you know to like the first three this year uh chicago my so i'm like all right so i have to have all this done before i get there you know what i mean like i try to put all my stuff if i put it in black i'm old school with that like everybody uses reminders actually i have post-its all over my room (laughs) don't forget to do this today don't forget to do that today i'm trying to take priorities you know it's it is hard. It is that's been a big challenge. And to find people to help is hard too. Like I'm yeah, there's a, a girl that I may hire as my personal assistant just to help out with like, you know, scheduling with my you know, me and like help me like, okay, you should do this and let's do that. You know what I mean? Like the little things that I just can't get done, you know, it's like like I wanna take like if I take five pictures and I gotta put captions on this one and you know, then to put it out to Instagram and this one to Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, I just need that organization help. So if she can help me with that, at least it'll get my mind clearer, you know. Yeah. That's so reminders and sticky notes. That's my <laughs> I'm long-winded, obviously. Oh, no, you're fine. It makes for a great podcast. It's funny you say that because, like, right here, this is my birthday list and my anniversary list for my friends and family. So I feel you. Trust me. Oh, yeah. I got, let's see, the Facebook reminder because, yes, we're old and we use Facebook still. And then the reminder that I set on the phone and the calendar and the whiteboard calendar. If I miss a birthday, then it's on me because Jesus, I said enough reminders. <laughs> In doing my research on you, I was looking at your social media and I noticed that some of your posts on Twitter get anywhere between <laughs> one and 3,000 likes. So it seems like you have found your voice, you have found your lane, as well as this dedicated fan base. What's it like to have so many people truly loving who you are and what you're creating that they are so vocal about it? 
it's mind-boggling. I still, I still always go, wait, what? <laughs> like, me? Really? You like me that much? Like, it's like, you remember that, that speech? You like me. You really, really <laughs> like me. <laughs> but I feel, but like, I, I don't always have confidence when I put stuff out. I'm like, oh, God, I hope they like this. You know, like, I know what they like. I know what I want it to look like. But sometimes I'm like, oh, does that look okay? You know, that one little line there. And then nobody sees that and they're all like oh you know what you look great i'm like oh like thank you <laughs> you know like i'm i'm so humbled and happy but i i do listen to what they say because i do want to create what they like too even though i'm, I'm i know the direction that i want to go but i still want to keep them happy so yeah, yeah, I saw a post that you put out where you were driving and you're like, this is me, no makeup. And it was just this overwhelming response. I was shocked at that. I I can't tell you how long I sat there at the, the button to hit post or not post. Wow. I like, do I put this? Do I not? I don't know. I hate no makeup pictures. You know, like, it. Yeah, it's just I feel more confident with my makeup on. What's the first thing I told you? Oh God, I have no makeup. Right. On. <laughs> <laughs> you know, knowing that your fans were going to see me, I was like, ah, I can go no makeup. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I guess in my day, you always were always dressed. You know what I mean? Yeah. To the nines, and I still had that mindset. So, right. but I it was so humbling for all of them to say how much they loved it. I actually wrote like at the bottom of that, like wow, thank you guys. You really know how to make a girl feel good. Because I didn't know how that post was going to do, you know. Yeah. Now, as I mentioned in your opening, you've worked under the Score Studio umbrella a few times, like with the 50-plus mm -hmm. MILFs brand. How yeah. has it been working with Score, and what's it like to work for a studio for the first time? Because it makes me nervous just thinking about it. And there's a difference between yes. liking to be watched and then having lights and camera and that kind of yeah. in your space. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I had wanted to do it for a long time. Um, and I finally got up the courage um, to like, all right, I'm going to do this. You know, I had the opportunity because my ex was home to take care of my kid for a few months because um, he, he flies back and forth to his job. So I've had the time and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So and I'm so glad I did. And I'm so glad I did with them because they were amazing. Um, they, they knew I was a newbie. So they were really nice. And they explained everything. The first day, I was nervous. I was very nervous. Um, and I sweat. Oh, my God, did I sweat. I felt bad. The poor makeup girl had to do my makeup three times. Oh. I felt so bad. Um, but the second day, I came back, you know, because I they did two days in a row. And I was more confident because I knew what was expected out of me. <laughs> you know what it also taught me? I gotta build up my cardio. <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, right in reverse standing, um, you know, for five minutes. I'm like, five minutes? <laughs> After three minutes, my legs are about to give up. They're like, what's the matter? I'm like, what's the matter? I'm in four inch heels, five inch heels. I'm dying here. Right. <laughs> and they're like, oh, just stand there and he'll, he'll, um, I guess jackhammer you underneath. I'm like, now you tell me this, because <laughs> I'm not one. To, I'm not a dead fish. Whether it's regular sets or or filming, I'm a, I'm an active participant. I am jumping on top. I am, you know, hey, let's do it over there on the couch. You know, let's do it on the kitchen sink. You know, anything like, and I, I'll push back when they're. I'm allowed to say these words, right? Because I'm eating it. It's right. a podcast. I push back as their doggies, you know, pounding me. I push my butt back. You know, I am active. So it is a cardio workout, but damn, I am so not ready for that. I need to definitely build my cardio. That is a fun aspect of getting older as well. Your body just oh. goes, all right, if we're going to work this hard, you're going to sweat your balls off. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, like, oh, my God. Yeah, my hormones were just not. It was Miami, too. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. And my hair didn't want to cooperate because my I have naturally curly hair, even though I straighten it all the time because I like the straight look better. But yeah, I went to Miami, and they were like, no, the weather was like, nope. Right. <laughs> so it was fighting the hair lady. My hair was trying to curl, <laughs> especially as I sweat. Oh, That was like the most embarrassing thing. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sweating. They're like, you're not the worst sweater we've had. Because they used to working with 50, 60, 70 year olds, you know. So that was nice that they understood that, you know, like, because 
Sweating is embarrassing. It can be, for sure. <laughs> but they were very reassuring, very kind. I mean, I would definitely say to any woman like doing their first thing, go with them. They, they were very, very understanding and kind and nice to work with. I think we just came up with our <laughs> million-dollar idea. We need to oh, no. make a portable air conditioning unit that is whisper yeah. quiet so the room could stay cool but yeah. the ac stays oh on yes yes because they were like oh we gotta turn down the ac oh, because of the, the, how noisy it is i'm like you're gonna what right. <laughs> now you're really gonna sweat oh my god yeah. i was actually doing a photo shoot about a month ago and i told the guy i'm like you need to turn this heat off He's like, off? I'm like, off. I'm like, I'm already starting to sweat. He goes, I've never heard a woman say, turn the heat off. I'm like, yeah, me. Yeah. I like a room at a crisp 62 degrees. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, I literally walk around in tank tops in the winter, and I've been stopped in the store, and older women are like, aren't you cold, honey? I'm like, no, I'm sweating. Yeah. <laughs> As a performer, it's a must to have subscription sites and clip sites as well as your own website. How do you choose what creations go where and what can people who join your OnlyFans expect to see? Okay, so every site's got my videos. Like I'm on OnlyFans, ManyVids, Fansly, my own site. So my videos are available on all of those. Mm -hmm. Um but as far as the, like, OnlyFans is where, well, I, I do daily pictures and stuff. My website, I do a little different. I do exclusive stuff that's only on that site because this is my website. You know, okay. it's personal. <laughs> and my videos are available a day earlier there um, as a bonus, too. They get some free stuff that on OnlyFans they don't. I treat it a little differently. Um I guess it really just depends on the platform, you know, like, um, most of them have the same stuff. It's like, I'm on loyal fans too. I forgot. Um, yeah. So many of it has started, a um, almost like a only fans section. Uh, I think they call it a club now. They change the name every few months. So I can never keep up with it. <laughs> so I post a picture there. So yeah, I, th I think the main difference is my website stands out like that. Like I give exclusive stuff on there because I wanted it to be different, you know? Yeah. When it comes to what you create for your sites, what do you like to create and what do you hope to create in the future? And what I mean by that is, do you have a checklist of either performers or studios or types of scenes that you hope to be involved in? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, let's see. Like, I guess, you know, like almost like a college student where you have your dream college and you're... <laughs> Okay. Your, your mid one okay so my dream studio is is brothers okay. i think just because like that's the one i was first exposed to and i just think they're like the pinnacle but i could be wrong you know then i have a whole bunch i would love to shoot for milf milfy um mature sites anything that really would would embrace a mature woman you know um like that um, what was the other part of the question? I'm sorry about the uh, creation. Time. Yeah, just uh, what do you like to create and, and what do you hope to create in the future just with your own okay. content? Okay, so I love doing the stepson or, you know, best friend's mom, that kind of stuff. Okay. So that I enjoy doing. I put a lot of those out. I would like some more stepsons who will show their face. Um, right. right now I have a local guy who films with me and he's great i mean his acting's really come up i've taught him well he films well but um it's still us and it's pov okay. i'm in charlotte north carolina there's not a lot of like camera <laughs> and that kind of stuff and and like steps on like it's hard here mm. so but i want to do scenes like a small gang bang <laughs> and, you know i've never done one so in real life i've done like a threesome you know, like, or like two couple swaps, but like, I haven't done like me with four or five, maybe six guys. Like, <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's like a dream one. That's like, you know, that like, I'm going out with that, maybe. Nice. <laughs> or maybe, you know what, do it and I can do more. I don't know. Um, yeah, I have like, I want to do more of that kind of stuff. I want to find, I did one with Maddie Icy, a stepson one in a hotel, and that one was great. He showed his face. We had great chemistry, so that kind of stuff. So, I, and I definitely want to start traveling, like on the 
I don't know, maybe California, everywhere. Like, go to Florida. There's a lot of guys in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> mm. material. yeah, more guys will show their face, you know? Yeah. And I get why people don't want to. Right. You know, it's not right. their career. Yeah. But I think, I guess, I need more career people and a camera. Yeah. <laughs> a camera guy, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what is it about the step role or you know the the mum role what is it about that role play that you enjoy doing so much is it just uh, kind of the taboo to it is it the power dynamic it's both um so i love 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 taboo stuff <laughs> i mean that's like hot gets me going um I don't know if it's a power dynamic. It, my fans love it too. So it's also that I just love naughty stuff, you know, like, um, yeah, I've always been, <laughs> it's yes. just a role I'm good at it too. You know, like, yeah, I, I want to step on also that like so my current step on, and I love him to death. He's great, but he's more um, submissive. Um, oh, okay. So I have to take the more dominant role of like pursuing him in the films. In my real life, love to be more submissive. Oh, okay. So I would like a more dominant stepson. <laughs> okay. Right. I do uh, you... love younger guys. I mean, it doesn't have to be stepson too. Like right. younger guys is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> You've put the call out to professional, little bit more dominant younger performers. Hit up yes. Danny because she she's yes. hoping to work with you. <laughs> and and like bondage is a plus too. That's oh, what I okay. really want to do too. Yes, All I right. want to. I, I mean, I love that in my real life, but you know, again, trying to get people on camera to do this. Stuff. Right. And I guess it's hard to hold a camera and tie somebody up. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, you should see some of the stuff we do one handed. You know? <laughs> With the POV stuff. Oh my God, we are creative. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> You've worked with performers like the aforementioned Maddie Ice, uh, Kay Jackson, uh, or Kai Jackson. Um, Kai, yeah. Kai Jackson. Gary, uh, also. Jimmy uh, Michaels. This person no, has. No, no. I haven't done. I haven't done Jimmy Michaels. Um, oh. That was a, a fan. He always um, tweets oh. me out trying to get me to do that. I was, <laughs> but um, that. Uh, yeah, I was looking through to make sure great, I didn't though. screw that up. Okay, so I and I still did. But anyway. That's okay. A Barry Mc, McCloskener. I always screw up his name. That was my first score shoot with him. And then Kai was the second one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Which is a great name. Barry McCloskener. Uh, and, <laughs> and the wonderful Victoria Peaks, uh, who yeah. is just an absolute sweetheart. I enjoy asking this question. What do you look for in talent that you work with, especially for your own content? Um, that we have a great rapport. Like I have to get to know my talent. It, not, I'm not talking about months, but like, you know, like talk a few times beforehand. Make sure we like each other. Like that we're attracted. I, sexual attraction has to be there. Yeah. Otherwise, the film's gonna be bad. Like if I'm turned off, you're gonna see it. Yeah. You know, like and and the same thing with a the guy. They're not gonna stay hard. And they're not gonna want me and. It's, there's got to be a chemistry and also a personality chemistry, you know, because you're showing your, your most intimate parts. And I think that it translates. I think if you have a personal attraction, then the sexual attraction is also there. So I may be, it may be unconventional, but I do like to try to get to know for my own films, you know, like yeah. try to get to know them a little bit beforehand. Yeah. Plus trust. I mean, you have to have trust sometimes too, especially yeah. when you're doing your own films and it's just you and the guy and your own, you Sometimes in my house, sometimes in a hotel. Yeah, I have trust, you know? Yeah, I'm sure the level of trust and even professionalism, because even though you are filming sex, you still want the person, even if they're being flirtatious, to still be professional. Mm hmm. And also, like, hold, be able to hold the camera and get the right spots. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, you can't just get, you know, Mr. Joe Schmo off the street because. Yeah, he may be good at sex, but, you know, that takes an art to do that and hold the camera, get the right angles, show yeah. me off on the right angles. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> 
you alluded to this earlier in the interview. Many performers tend to see themselves as a voice for younger performers, especially female performers, to make sure that they know they have a voice and a choice in how they handle their career. Have you found yourself in this professional role as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I always say, you know, you don't tell, if you don't speak up, people are not going to know. So if there's something wrong, you tell the right people. Like if you're doing for a production company, yeah, maybe like, you know, you think they're going to get upset. But once they take it in and hear you and digest it, okay, you know, then they'll deal with the situation. You know, like if you don't say anything, nothing will happen. So absolutely, you got to speak up, be your own voice, you know. Absolutely. So what do you do when you're not working? What are your passions away from the industry? (laughs) Wait, there's time when I'm not working. (laughs) Exactly. Um, (laughs) Well, I spend time with my kids and and everything. I I love to go to the beach all the time. So whenever I can get away, I'm going. Beach is like my happy place. I used to do crafts, but... (laughs) That really sounds old, right? <laughs> that kind of stuff. But I don't really do that anymore. Um, veg, watch because I'm tired, you know. So just try to like get my mind to stop working. So I love to go shopping, watch movies, binge watch TV. You know, I'm a foodie. I'll cook. You know, I'm Italian. So okay. <laughs> spend time. Family takes up a lot of time when you're Italian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know when you're not working or or you're trying to like you know fit family in with things with as popular as you are and as much time as you give to this career has that affected how you would like to handle your self-care? Because it's something where you want to strike while they aren't as hot, but if you burn yourself out, it affects right. the look of your work. So how do you find that balance? Oh, that's a good question. Um vacations i guess (laughs) and also like you know like when i go to the conventions i'm trying to also like do things that are fun along with the work so like if you're enjoying yourself it's it's good and having good friends to talk to get together with like my girlfriend um ren divine she came over and we made content together but we did fun stuff and we had dinner together and her husband was here too like we made it like a, a, a get together night in and do the little content. So that's a good way to help relax while you're doing it. Have, you got to have fun with it, you know, yeah, I think cool. anyway, <laughs> helps me relax if I have yes. fun. <laughs> so before we started this interview, you said that you had listened to a couple of my interviews of other guests to see what you were getting yeah. into. So you must know that this is coming. <laughs> I love to comb through people's social media and ask them questions about posts that they have made. Are you willing to answer a couple of questions about recent posts? Absolutely. All right. Uh, A couple days ago, uh, you Mm -hmm. had posted, I'm thinking about staying in bed all day, want to join. (laughs) And of course, uh, the post is a sexy picture of you in bed. Are you someone that makes your bed every morning? Nope. Me either. <laughs> Absolutely not. Only if company's coming over, and that's a mad dash. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I do wash my sheets and, and bedding, but I just don't make it. Okay. What's the point? You're going to get in anyway. <laughs> yeah, see, I feel the exact same way. Good. I'm glad I'm not alone. <laughs> and it's funny, you know, when I go to a hotel and take a picture uh-huh. like that, I try to do it like right away because after I get in that bed, I'm not making it over. Again. Take the damn picture. <laughs> so, minus the bed, how do you treat your hotel room? Are you neat about it, or is oh. it just a whirlwind and you clean it when you go? Somewhere in between. That. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not a slob. I'm not okay. dirty. I won't like leave trash all over the place. Okay. But I also want to put my stuff in the drawers. <laughs> no. Some people do that. I'm like, we're staying for two days. Why are you putting stuff in the drawers? Thank you. That makes me so happy that you said that. <laughs> but that being said, I have done the thing where you open the luggage and I'm like, shit, where are you <laughs> stuff out of there? Yeah. Oh, I've done that. So, yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an in-between. <laughs> Even though 
you have items that you could sell to your fans. My typical uh, hotel routine is it gives me an opportunity to get rid of old socks and underwear. So I take that with me and I just throw it away so I don't have to bring it home. Wait, so you won't throw it in the trash at home? What I do is I'll wrap it in another bag and I'll find kind of the general garbage like in the hotel, not in my room. Yeah. That is funny. Oh my God. You know how much money you're throwing away there? Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> well, uh, Dick Dangle's underwear for sale. <laughs> I don't know anyone know. that wants that. <laughs> you never know. Uh, Think for everything. <laughs> that is very true. So the next post I would like to ask you about, you wrote... I love wearing sexy lingerie. I think of it Mm -hmm. like the pretty wrapping paper on the present. What's your opinion on women wearing lingerie? Do you like it or don't care? Now, this is a very good question because I've never really had anyone that wore it. But for Mm -hmm. me, it's one of those, it's strange, it's flattering, but strange to spend money on something that you may wear for about 30 seconds. (laughs) Right, exactly, exactly. When I was married, I mean, like, I would wear a couple pieces, but the same thing, like, and you show it, it's on the floor. Right. Like, I buy cheap stuff, you know, because you know, like, you're going to get a couple wears for like 30 seconds, a minute at best, you know? Right. But I mean, I do love wearing it. And I think also like the other day I wore it under my clothes when I went out and nobody knew, right? but I knew. And it did make me feel sexy because I had that little secret thing under there. Like, okay, I know I look good under here. Mm. I mean, I love lingerie, but you know, in real life for a guy, <laughs> it only lasts 30 seconds. Yeah. It's, it's just one of the, it overwhelms us as a man but it was a fun debate on on twitter slash x or whatever yeah. you know like you, you had some guys in there like oh yeah i love it absolutely and some guys like eh, why bother you know? yeah would you do you sell lingerie sets as well as your underwear and your other clothing some okay <laughs> um if i love it no <laughs> right yeah <laughs> there are some that you can't get again and i'm like this is my favorite nope 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah most stuff also like yeah and once i'm done wearing it a few times like yeah how many times you can take pictures in the same thing yeah and some of that stuff the, the honey burdette stuff i have uh-huh. my god some of those strappy things takes me forever to put on okay. <laughs> and i can't even imagine trying to get out of it i forget it <laughs> right and being large chested, it must be difficult to even find stuff that oh, that works. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, I get, well now these days, I guess my butt's as big as my boot. Now my boobs are bigger. I, like it used to be. Like if I bought something that fit my chest, didn't fit my boobs, mm. you know, didn't fit my ass. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I still have that problem with jeans, though. Mm. Like fits my body, doesn't fit my waist fits my waist there's no way in hell my butt's getting in it right um honey Burdette's pretty good about the sizes what do i wear for i wear like a 40 triple d in there stuff wow. it runs a little bit smaller on the back i should be a 38 triple d but yeah so thankfully they have but, but oddly enough that's the, those are the sizes that run out first i don't know if it's that they don't carry a lot of them interesting or if there's a lot of well you know what maybe because of our industry with the fake boobs right think about that (laughs) now the last post i would like to ask you about you wrote should i drive or do you want to take control and it was you uh (laughs) sitting in a car now that is quite the saucy question but let's get to the more important questions how many tickets have you received in your life (laughs) (laughs) um two Oh, okay, not bad. Over six times, talk my way out of them. (laughs) (laughs) I knew how to work it. It's funny because in New York, I was able to talk my way out of almost every one of them. That one of the two is from up there because it was a woman cop, Uh, (laughs) and she didn't find what I was selling with my pulling down my shirt. (laughs) 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 And down here, the cops will write their mother. 
like in, in Charlotte. Like, I swear. So you ain't talking your way out of nothing. So, yeah, that was my second day when I first moved here. I was like, but I just moved here. And I had New York plates. So they were like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's an easy ticket for sure. Yeah. Now, the next one. <laughs> What was your first car, and do you have a dream vehicle? Hmm. My first car, <laughs> my first car was an Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. Oh my god! That was my second car. <laughs> really? I swear, it was a 1986 <laughs> Cutlass Supreme. Like it's around that year. It might have been an '84 and '86. I don't know exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. It was my grandfather's handed down to my father. Handed down. To- <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, um, dream car, yeah. Um, like the new Corvettes are gorgeous. Um, you know, those brand new. That's not practical. <laughs> no, by no means. Especially now on my back on my back. Can you imagine trying to get in and out of that every day? Oh my god, <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> Have you ever judged a possible sexual partner by how they drove? No, oh. no. I have no. so. <laughs> <laughs> really, because all of us women go. I can't, I can't say that because I'll, I'll get a lot of people coming at me. I was going to say with the head driver, and I'll admit it. I'm not a great driver. Oh, I get okay. distracted quickly. <laughs> I got you. All right. Uh, yeah, this person they would hit the gas really hard and get off the gas and hit the gas and get off the gas. So it was just this constant whiplash. I'm like, I'm driving wherever we're going. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, take over the driving, but I'll still, <laughs> I'll still <laughs> <laughs> uh, Now you mentioned that you are going to do exotica, Chicago, Miami, and New Jersey mm-hmm. for 2024, yeah. which is awesome. I'm sure your fans are yeah. glad to hear that. What else do you have planned, if anything, for 2024? Is it going to be more scenes for yourself? Do you have any studio work that you can tease? Or is everything just kind of letting everything you know play out as it will? Well... Um, I'm always making stuff for myself that'll never stop because my fans love it <laughs> and I have creative control and all that stuff. Um, I don't have anything yet set in stone, but I'm, this is going to be the year I'm definitely going to do more studio stuff. I have some interests, you know, it's just a matter of, I'm trying to decide, do I get an agent? Do I do this direct? So, but yeah, there'll definitely be, some, uh, my goal is to do two studio shoots a month. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, you know, let's see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I'd like to try to get some bigger stars on my own stuff. You know, up my game. I'm always trying to up the the production for my stuff. I'd like, if I can find a cameraman in North Carolina, I'd be so happy. My stuff would be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I'll, oh, I think there's, isn't there an exes in um, Miami too? I think I want to go to that one. Yeah, um, definitely. Mm. So, yeah. Trust me, you'll see me. You'll see me on the big screen. <laughs> or the or the, the big box. I like, on the big screen. Yeah, the big phone. Some of my fans have, yeah, right. Some of my fans have, have texted me my videos or, or sent me a video of them watching my video on their gigantic TV. Oh, awesome. I was, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I've never seen my... <laughs> Private areas that large. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, baby, you look great up there. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I guess I was on the big screen. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my goodness. This has been so much fun. I am yes. truly excited to see what the future holds for you because oh, thank you. your fans love you, and I can see why. You have a true dedication <laughs> to this occupation, and you have such a wonderful energy, be it after no, talking now or on film, that it's going to translate <laughs> into this getting bigger and bigger, and I can't wait to see it. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for having me on the show. I really had a great time talking with you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and one more time before I let you go, please tell everybody yeah. where they could find you. 
the best place to find all my links is on therealdannyjones.com. And Danny is spelled with a D-A-N-N-I. I think I'm the only one that spells it with two S's. But yeah, uh, all my stuff's on there. Oh, my OnlyFans, my Medivids, my Pornhub, all that stuff, and my website. That's just dannyjones.com. <laughs> Fantastic. So once again, thank you so much for being on, and I will see you at Exotica You're Chicago. Welcome. Yes, I will. Thank you again.